0: Ninjas vs. Monsters, starring Alexia, written and directed by Justin, is now available. To buy at ninjasversus.com. That's ninjasversus.com, or you can rent it on iTunes or Xbox or Comcast, wherever you do that stuff. So go to ninjasversus.com or rent it, buy it, check it out right now. Just check it out. It's even got on the DVD at ninjasversus.com a commentary that's basically a trek off show with me and Alexia just talking over the film. So go to ninjasversus.com. You really want to see this one. Ninjas versus monsters at ninjasversus.com or rent it on Xbox, iTunes, or Comcast. Okay, enjoy the show warning the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language that means explicit content and the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of geeks radio or the individual hosts so don't get mad it's just a show it's time for trekoff Enterprise double deeds welcome to trekoff my name is Justin
1: And my name is Alexia. And today, we have guests. We're going to be nice to Justin today.
0: We have guests, man. Yes. But yeah, I've had a rough one. Um, Yes. He's not feeling
1: well, and he's had a bad day. So I'm going to do my best
0: First of all, I'm sick, and I totally would have canceled on us uh, recording tonight being sick, because I never want to record. I never want to give you guys anything less than 110%. but today you're gonna to have to deal with with four half hard inches and that's you're just gonna to have to deal with it. Um <laughs> listen, man. It's not it's not a turkey stop trying to stuff it. Um, oh
1: my god, dude.
0: <laughs> to our this new listeners, wrong. welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really how it's really how it's gonna be, huh?
0: So, uh, <laughs> Um, I was on Facebook today and I saw a meme. I don't ever read memes uh, on our show because I feel like just ripping off somebody else's comedy. But uh, you have to hear this. Uh, these are, this is a list of things uh, from look from 9gag.com. Um, uh, nice things to whisper when you're hugging someone. Ready? Okay. Give them a, give them a big hug. Here's one. You smell different when you're awake. There's more, there's more. Here we go, here we go. Please help me. And then you smile as if nothing happened. <laughs> you hug them close to you and you say, Soon. Wait, soon? Soon.
1: <laughs>
0: you have lovely skin. I can't wait to wear it.
1: <laughs>
0: Your hair tastes like strawberries. <laughs>
1: lovely.
0: Tonight, you... <laughs> here's another one. Ready, ready. He knows. Don't go home. Oh my gosh. Here's another one. Here we go. Here we go. I always knew you would die in my arms.
2: Oh wow. Oh,
0: here's it. here. Let's make it lighter. A little lighter. Every time I poop, I think of you.
1: Oh, that pretty.
0: How about this one? No one will ever believe you. Oh my gosh. I like that. I love one. this one too. This one's so great. Yes. Oh! <laughs> yes. I, here, gate pop culture. I killed Mufasa. Um the last one okay. being Mother Told Me It Would Be Like This. That's my last one. <laughs> that one's okay. But there are there
1: okay. some good ones in
0: there. Okay, folks, we talked about a guest. Um I'm super excited. Uh um uh, our good very good friend and uh, mohawked maniac uh, Daniel Ross uh, <laughs> Once again, uh, in his in in his taking over of uh, of Hollywood, California, he uh, managed to uh, make a friend in the geek filmmaking community, uh, much as he did when he brought us uh, some of the folks from Sparks. Uh, this time, it's for something that is as cool, if not for us Star Trek fans, slightly cooler. Um, uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's it's a film coming out uh, called The Fifth Passenger. And uh, right now we have uh, the creator of the Fifth Passenger, uh, Mr. Scott Baker. Hi, Scott.
2: Howdy. Hello. Uh, Scott,
0: uh, this is
2: so exciting.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Tell us. T- tell <laughs> us why Star Trek fans might be a little more interested. Not that, look, Sparks was awesome. It had you know greatest American hero. It had uh, oh. you, know, you know it had. Um, uh, What's his name?
1: What's wow! is right? <laughs> yeah, what's his
0: name about Clint Howard. Awesome, right? Well awesome. You're um,
2: we
1: forgive lots you.
0: Of, lots of geek cred there, but why would Star Trek fans, in particular, be interested in uh, in this film in the Fifth Passenger?
2: Uh, well, we have um, uh, in in our film, uh, among other people, we have uh, Marina Certis. If uh, you don't remember, with Counselor Deanna Troy, Next Generation. Uh, Tim Russ, who was Tuvok in Voyager, uh, Armin Shimmerman, who was Quark in Deep Space Nine, uh, Manu Ntereme, who was Icheb, one of the, the, the Borg kids in uh, the later seasons of Voyager, and uh, Hana Hate who was a little Molly O'Brien in um, Deep Space Nine and uh, Next Generation. Um, okay. Wow! Um, looks like I have to start to walk in here. Um, so it looks like I may only have a couple minutes. Sorry, guys. Um, and we also have um, Doug Jones, who was—he's um, been in, he hasn't been in any Star Trek, but he's been in a lot of um, sci-fi projects. Uh, he was Abe Sapien in Hellboy, uh, Pan and Pan's Labyrinth,
0: The Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four movie. So what you're saying is, no one with any geek cred. All. Yeah, <laughs> so right. what yeah, you're no one saying one. is no, no one, one would all.
1: even know like because I gotta tell you when I watched the the trailer like it was like uh, for me anyway like I was I just kept like wh- whooping and hollering I'd be like it's cool <laughs> <It's to laughs> it, was, it was really kind of awesome I was like it's like everybody got together and made like a really cool sci-fi movie this is awesome
0: now a- am I right in assuming that, that the thing that you're going to have to run to in just a moment are you on the set of, of the fifth passenger right now uh no no oh yeah yeah
2: no actually yeah no actually we've we've already the um the film has has already been shot and um we're in post-production right now um and so we're actually running an indiegogo campaign to help fund the VFX for the for the film because we we were able to fund it through kickstarter through the star trek and sci-fi fans and things like that and we got enough to shoot the movie and now we're trying to raise the money for the VFX and all the post-production good, good stuff. Um, but no, I'm on, uh, I'm on like a cam operator. That's like my day job. And so, uh, or night job as the, as the case <laughs> is tonight. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm, uh, I'm here on set for a untitled film about a little boy who has
0: magic powers of some kind Ooh! Oh, Ooh is, this, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, this, is this a film to which you know the title, but you can't share the title? No, it's
2: called. It's, called, <laughs> it's actually called like, Untitled it's,
0: Film. That's well,
2: like, yeah, <laughs> magic power. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, we, you know, we haven't figured out what the title of our movie is yet. So while we're making the movie, it's called Untitled, Untitled Project something something. So might I suggest um, Larry Plotter. Okay, I will. I will suggest that. Larry Plotter, a... see how it goes.
1: <laughs> see how that see, goes I'll... over. See, see yeah, sure, they, they love that. <laughs> I,
2: I have a feeling they're not going to go for it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unless she's being but... honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who, and yeah. Who,
0: sa- and who says there's no honesty out there in Hollywood? Hey, we're joined by some by someone in Chico, California.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm actually in LA at the moment, but my phone is from Chico, California. It's Everybody's phone
0: lies.
1: I know. Right? I know. Because I like prefer to think that Scott's phone is in Tijuana because it looks like it is from my
0: screen. (laughs) Like, so he's just telling
1: us a fib. He's like, I'm on set. I'm working. Like, sure you are. You're in Tijuana having a great time.
3: (laughs) Cocktail in hand.
0: So so who has
1: joined us, this lovely girl on the other end of the phone?
3: Wait, what?
0: Is this Morgan.
2: (laughs)
3: yeah hi Morgan How hi are you?
2: Morgan
3: I don't
0: want to, to hold on a second I'm just gonna move here. hi folks how's so, it going uh, so Mor- Morgan is uh is a producer on the passenger that we were just talking about um uh that is again filled with star Trek goodness um and just absolute if you could like just take Geek cred and put it into one place and then put it in a blender and then drink it that's what it would be this is this is what I would <laughs> I think that The Fifth Passenger, if it doesn't make it as a movie, might do well as a drink. Right.
3: I think you're onto something. I think you really are. Like, that would be really, really tasty. I would drink it. I drink it every morning for breakfast. Really. Right? I drink I mean, the shit out of it.
1: I'm just saying.
0: By the way, cursing is allowed on our show.
3: Oh, yeah, please. Because I
1: can't stop myself. Yeah. So, go nuts. Nat- <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we, we, adver- we advertise our show as a show for people who like Star Trek oh. and the word fuck. Um, <laughs> so, welcome. Sure.
3: Oh, thank you. Thanks
0: for having yep, me. Thanks for um, having us. So, uh so Scott, it's it sounds like you're getting pulled away. Oh, I'm I'm starting to get pulled away. I'm trying to I'm going to try to do both here as,
2: as much as I can until
0: <laughs> How dare you have a job working as How cool to be a steady cam operator. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it is.
2: It's a it's a it's a good gig. I like uh I like making films and I like being able to like move the camera around and hope to tell a story and don't have to have any of the responsibilities of being the cinematographer.
0: So so between the be, between the two of you, um uh, give us the uh the quick inception for uh for the fifth passenger. Where did where did this come from?
2: Uh, I'll, I'll feel that field that question.
3: All right. So Scott had this amazing idea. And uh, he was a part of a filmmaker group, and he brought this idea. He had a couple scenes already worked out, and he brought it to the group, and they workshopped it. And I had met them, him through this group, oh, yeah. and he approached me with this idea for Fifth Passenger, and he said, oh, I see you as the lead, and would you be interested in helping me with this? And I said, absolutely, because the premise of Fifth Passenger was so smart, and I had never quite heard of a movie quite like it. You know, like, it's similar to a lot of movies, but... Different and so I said yes, like fuck yeah, I'll work on you. I'll work on this. And now here we are with you know a movie and Cindy Gogo campaign going and this cast and this amazing experience and I, it was great, really great. Okay, so, so here I am.
0: I'm flipping through Netflix. Boom, 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 boom. I see The Fifth Passenger. What is the description under the title?
2: Uh, it's uh, it's about five. Uh, people in an escape pod after their spaceship explodes but the escape pod is only built for four people and there's an alien creature that's trying to kill them all
0: that sounds scary so it's so it's sort of i mean i clearly clearly there are there are echoes of alien because who doesn't love alien right um right um uh, but there's so it's built for four one of them unexpected. I mean, I've, I've seen the trailer. Um, but mm-hmm. it sounds like, it sounds like there, there is, there is a person there that nobody was expecting. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, almost,
2: it's more like the, the idea, you know, like they're in the Titanic and, and the Titanic's going down and everybody's just jumping into the lifeboats. And so it's, it's that kind of thing where people just get in and, um, you know, there, there's an element of some of the people really aren't supposed to be there because there's a whole uh, other plot line about, like, social hierarchies and people being citizens and not citizens and, uh, you know, the non-citizens are kind of like, you know, they're they're not allowed to be in certain areas and things like that. And so there's definitely an element of that to the story as well.
0: So is it one of those situations where, like, like, if all five stay on, all five die. But if only four stay on, then those four have a chance of living, and so it has to be decided among them which one of them is going to die. Uh,
2: uh, something, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: There's a there's an element of that. It's not the focal point, but it's definitely a a theme.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, and we were talking uh, about the the cast that you managed to get in, involved again, uh, chock full of of. Essentially, heavyweights in the in the Star Trek universe, not only in uh, and not just in Star Trek, but you were saying uh, in Hellboy, everybody of course knows at least as somebody who named his children after this show. Uh, everybody also knows Armin Shiderman from from Buffy, um, right? As uh, as good old Prin- Principal Snyder. So um, so it's like it's it's quite a quite a, a caliber of cred to be able to pick up in order to. To to get the name recognition um, on the show, how do you go about finding those folks?
2: Well, well, part of it was um, I you know doing steadicam. I'm on set all the time, and I meet people, um, actors included. And one of the people that I met was Manu uh, Interame, and um, I I showed him the script, and he was interested in it, interested enough to say that he wanted to come along and help produce the film. And so part of that was him um bringing along his Star Trek friends and you know they all go to the conventions together so they they keep in they keep in touch and uh just the whole Star Trek community here is the uh, you know pretty Star Trek and sci-fi filmmaker communities you know people know each other and they they enjoy working with each other there's something about sci-fi films and sci-fi stories that draws people to see them over and over again so whether they are or crew or cast or whatever it's like once you're you're in a sci-fi movie they just want to keep doing sci-fi
1: I'm a fan of them continuing to do sci-fi <laughs> that helps <Right. laughs> like I'm on board let's do it
0: <laughs> yeah um so uh so something that's that's interesting is that you um did you you finance the shooting of the film took <laughs> And and now you're trying to go. Uh, look, first of all, for those for those people who might be uh, listening halfway through, which by the way, fuck you guys if you're hanging up. Um, because you should listen to the entire podcast because it's going to get even more awesome. I promise you. Um, but uh, uh, right now, he just likes to
1: say "fuck you." Is really what's yeah, up to our audience. Uh, just generally.
0: Uh, uh, but if if they if they are about to only check one thing right before they go to sleep on their iPhone, uh, uh, where can they find the, uh, yeah. the are, uh And then we'll do it again. Should they just look up Fifth Passenger?
2: Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can go fifthpassenger.com, and that should redirect you straight to the Indiegogo page. Um, awesome. If it doesn't and it's being quirky, you can always just go to Indiegogo and type in Fifth Passenger or type in Indiegogo and Fifth Passenger into Google, and that'll take you there. Um, we're on we're on all the social media, the Facebook and the Twitters and Instagram and all that and Fifth Passenger. Um, we have it spelled 5-C-H, Passenger, so...
1: That's an important distinction. Thank you for for saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I I gotta say, people like if just watch the trailer. Like, seriously, it, it's fucking good. Like, I was rapped. I was like, oh, this oh, is thanks. awesome. I'm so jazzed. And, like, I know it's not really, but it, it reminded me, at least, and feel like the vibe of it was kind of Event Horizon like. Like,
0: cause oh, it was yeah. like space. Oh, Oh, yeah. I, I went for Alien, which is obvious, but no, Event Horizon. No,
1: it, it definitely gave me an Event Horizon vibe, which I love that movie. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so great. I cannot wait. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Well when I was when when we were doing, you know, the Kickstarter in the in the actual first Kickstarter video I was talking about my influences for this film and, and I named out Alien, John Carpenter's the Thing and Event Horizon for so the yes. the three films for me are like that this is like primo sci fi horror thriller type films, you know.
1: Awesome, dude! It totally comes through. Like, if that was the vibe you were going for, like, you you hit it. Like, I'm obviously right. haven't seen the whole film, but like in the trailer, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, all right. cool. that's all right.
0: No, 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 Morgan Scott totally can't hear you. We've arranged it so that he can't hear a thing that you say. <laughs> uh, 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 I hear, wow! How did I, you do that? I, I it's hear, magic. I hear, it's off magic. <laughs> I, I I I hear that he is a tyrant on set. <laughs> tell us, tell us the, the 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 real skinny. What's it What's it like acting on that set? Okay, you
3: can... Look, she's been silenced. I know. <laughs> Look what just happened. Wow. That was- magic of not of Scott not being able to hear me was that part of it or you know i think it went awry is what but happened welcome back. <laughs> but we're glad you're back with us <laughs> to tell us the real truth <laughs> um so i'm sorry what was the question again
0: <laughs> what was what it was- like on set
3: um it was fantastic it was uh you know we only had a 17 day shoot and we had a lot of stuff to cover and uh we had an amazing DP who was very particular about lighting. So our first AD definitely had his hands full. Um, but, you know, I felt like we, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So the people that were there really wanted to be there. And they worked so hard. Like, our grips and gaffers worked so unbelievably hard. And everyone did. And so um it was really amazing, actually. And Scott, like... You know, Scott didn't really sleep the whole time, of course, and he was there to, like early and he left. He was the last one to leave and, you know, all of those things, and so the fact that he was such a, you know, when I get tired, I get really cranky, and so um, I kind of get quiet, but Scott, you know, he's like driving the ship and and he's at the helm, and, and he was just so patient and so kind and always always focused and moving along, and it was really, really incredible.
2: That's awesome. I need, well, yeah,
3: well, I know um, you can't hear me say this, but
2: yeah. <laughs> well, on, on on that note, actually, I do have to I do have to jet um, take off and and do this thing that I'm doing here. But um, I'll let Morgan continue. Um, and I, I I really appreciate you guys taking the time to to. You
0: know, feature us on your show and everything like that. And of course, was, uh, you I'll, I'll you be updated. Yeah, please do. I was going to say, say yeah. Morgan, more, more stick around because we're going to we're going to talk to you more. But Scott was, yeah, uh, Scott, thank uh, you as, so
1: much. Like especially when yeah, you're like yeah. trying to work and stuff. Like and, and as, you,
0: <laughs> as you get another uh, as you get another trailer out and as you get uh, things going, please come back and, and visit us and let us know how things are going. Next time, we're going to really hit you up for like your love of track, because I'm sure that that's part of what's going yeah. on here too.
2: All right, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Scott.
1: Both of you guys. Take care. Bye. You too, man. Bye,
0: Scott. Now he really won't be able to hear you. Now he really can't hear you. (laughs) Tell
1: us all of the dirty, nasty things. Tell us all the goodies. I want to hear about all of the orgies that you guys have. Wait, I'm I'm terrible.
0: You can't take me anywhere. Don't listen to me, Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) you you, You got 20 minutes into talking to our guest, and it's immediately into orgies.
1: what What they're all beautiful talented people that's just where my brain goes what can i tell you
0: (laughs) this podcast brought to you by pinnacle whipped cream vodka
1: Um... (laughs) no but but seriously like but i'll i'll stop but um i probably won't though morgan so be okay with that um but seriously like working with them like working with like for me one of the ones that um that always struck me was armin shimmerman cuz he um i we were recently talking about him actually uh like at the last show we did and i was talking about how i believe in my heart of hearts that the ferengi exist as they do now in the star trek universe because of how he played them the first time they ever had ferengi so i think pretty highly of him uh what was that experience like i mean working with all of these like trek People like, and did they have stories? Did you get to hear like Trek stories? Did you feel included or like what was that vibe like? I'm just really curious.
3: Um, I'm so glad you brought this up because it was actually they were amazing. And, um, you know, Armin in particular, well, I mean, they all were, but the great thing about Armin was that he, like, every time he wasn't on set and he wasn't in front of the camera, he'd be sitting, um, and talking to somebody and sharing stories or, like, sharing wisdom and, you know, like, I'm a fairly new actor and there was the other the other passenger on the pod, David Lim, he's a fairly new actor and um, Armin was just, like, giving us all this wisdom and all these pearls and, and telling us all these, like, really amazing stories. Like, I couldn't believe it. And he is so kind and so generous and, um, you know, just little tips about, you know, what to do after the movie is done and, and things like that and just And in addition to that, just a really great person to work with, like, um, always like Saul is like, he's a professional, they all are, they're all just so professional, and they know their craft so well, um, that it was just incredible to watch them work, and then, and then not work, you know, and then just get out of it, and then go about their day, and, um, and it was great. And what's great about Tim is that, um, Tim Ross is that he has this amazing laugh, so he like can fill up a room with his laughter and he's really really funny um and really kind and then marina is hilarious like she has such a great sense of humor and she says inappropriate things sometimes which i love
0: i like Uh, her already i like her her already
3: exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's great like the funniest stuff you know like just like it's she's, she's hilarious just really really hilarious and um And all of them, you know, they're just, they're, they're pros. They've been doing this all their life. So to watch them work was such a great education and, and, um, and they were all fantastic in the film. Um, and.
0: Were you a, were you a fan going in like, like, like prior to this, were you, is Star Trek like something that you, that you did or is, or is that something that was new to you?
3: Um, well, when I was growing up, my mom would watch the next generation. So naturally we would all watch the next generation. So I, I grew up on that and I was, I didn't, it didn't really translate. And as in the first, and when I was used before that, like the original Star Trek, we watched that too, but I distinctly remember The Next Generation. And then, um, and then I just kind of stopped, to be honest. Like I knew there were other ones, but I wasn't really watching them. Um, but I've always watched a lot of sci-fi and particularly, I've also watched a lot of fantasy as well. Um, really into that stuff. And then, so of course I knew who Marina Sirtis was. Um and Monu suggested her for this role and it was such a great choice, because, um, you know, she's Counselor Deanna Troy. Like I get to stand next to Counselor Deanna Troy. How amazing is that? Um, but I didn't really I didn't really know Tim Russ's work very well. I had to research him and look at what he did and like and then you look at his credits and you're like, Oh my god, this man has been acting for For forever, and isn't that amazing? And then Armin, um, like I love theater. I'm a big theater nerd, and I actually knew Armin from the theater community because he is a member of Antaeus Theater in North Hollywood, um, and they do amazing works. And I'm, I've, you know, taken classes there, and I've, I've met him at shows. Like he goes to shows in LA, and so, um, and he's great. Him and his wife are great. They're like very, very prevalent in the theater community as well. So that's how I knew Armin, and then um i
0: had to research his work as well so no it's one of, one of the things that would i i would imagine would be interesting working uh, specifically with tim russ is that uh, he is a filmmaker himself um yeah, and has yeah. and has and has directed um fan funded science fiction, in in this case, Star Trek, Renegade, Renegade, other things. Oh, but he like, like he has, he has done what you guys are doing. I would imagine that, 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 that would be a wealth of knowledge to you.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, sometimes when there was a discussion about like where to place the camera and what shot to get for this particular scene or something like that, they would, you know, suggest things and not always, but like when it was, you know, it was helpful and, and insightful. And then sometimes like, you know, they would say, you know, I don't really think that this line in the script is very appropriate. I think I'm going to say this instead. And it was better. So, you know, we were like, okay, <laughs> you know, because, because, um, you know, as a writer, like you spend all this time on the script and you just want it like perfect. And then, um, and then sometimes people add things and it takes away from it. And then, you know, you're like, ah, oh. but, but then usually what they do is they make it better and then you're grateful. So,
1: that's awesome. And, and that and you guys you are open to so that. So. Like that being an, an environment where that can happen, like is awesome. You know, yeah. like you can contribute like as an actor, you know, like there, there's different kinds of vibes in my experience anyway, like on the stage, like sometimes when you work with, with people who wrote something like they don't they're not really receptive and it's like not okay mm-hmm. it's like just be quiet um but then other times yeah it's just like you feel, i just feel like it it feels to me anyway like more collaborative and i think it's really cool that that was the yeah the, the vibe
3: yeah absolutely and you know i think that's really a testament to scott because you know he's going in there and he just wants the best product like he really does and it wasn't about like him you know controlling all this and having this big ego it was like you know he was open to ideas like if that's a good idea why not take it? Like, why wouldn't you? It only helps all of us and it only makes the product better. And right. Everyone else who's watching the product happier. So, and you know, going back to it, they've been doing this for so long and exactly like Tim Ross has this wealth of knowledge because he does do this. And, um, and often I would say like, yeah, like every time they said something, I think we went with it because it was just a really good suggestion and it was solid. So
0: that's awesome. So t- yeah, it was fun. So take take me back because uh, whenever we meet someone, I like to. I don't, hopefully we get Scotty back on and we are able to talk to him more. But I want to uh, hear your story. Where are you from? Where did this all start? How did how did you end up in you know somehow you ended up in Hollywood, California uh, on a on a sound stage with a bunch of Star Trek actors? But before that, where <laughs> but before where, where,
3: where that you, when you were did you, did you start what off? You did, what,
0: what's your what's your background?
3: Um, well, like my phone. My, I'm from, well, actually my phone number. I'm, I'm from Chico, California. And um, I moved to L.A. to go to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And um, I went there, and it was great. And then I was in a bunch of plays, and I was in some indie features and some indie shorts, and I met a bunch of great filmmakers through this whole process, like auditioning for like student films and stuff like that. And then I just kept meeting, meeting all these filmmakers, and it just became very clear to me that um, I wanted to work on, really good writing, and I couldn't seem to get to this really good writing. Like, there's really good writing out there, but for whatever reason, I wasn't getting to it. So I was like, well, why don't, you know, people are making their own stuff, so why not just start making your own stuff? And so I sat down to learn how to write, and um, and I wrote a script, and it was terrible. And then um, I wrote a short, and it was okay, and it it did, like, some festivals, and I just kind of fell in love with it. Like, we made it, and I made it with this guy named Jacob Halagian, who i met through USC he went there and I auditioned for him and uh, we made it and it like premiered in London and it went to Italy it, like went to all these great places and awesome. I got to go with it to some yeah it was fantastic and it was so positive and I just realized I was like this is great like why not just do this but then I realized like well I, you know I've never made a feature so let's try to make that and you know around that time when that short was coming out that's when I met Scott and as I mentioned before Scott had this idea and he came to me with this idea and um, I've really always admired Sigourney Weaver because I'm like tall, you know? So I'd like research. on. Oh, practices. you're tall.
1: I love yeah, that. I'm super I'm tall. I'm a big bitch. Are you tall, and too? And I love it when, yeah, when, especially as an actor, like, because for me, I feel, I feel like it's really difficult because, like, everybody's yeah. short in acting. And it's like, yeah. so I'm like the big bitch. And it's like, well, how do we cast her? <laughs>
3: so I love that you're tall. I'm <laughs> <me> so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Don't> yeah. Interrupt. <laughs> Um, No, no problem. So, yeah, you know what it's like. And you're like, well, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in all this? And so I would research all these tall actresses and, of course, Sigourney Weaver. And I was like, well, I could. And I love the roles, too, like these intelligent, strong, like, you know, kick-ass roles, women in action. And so um, when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Like, this is a really good role. This is a really good idea. And then we just kept working on it. And still, you know, I wasn't as strong of a writer as I wanted to be. I'm still not. I'm still, you know, learning a lot. But we sat down and, you know, it started with Scott writing things and I would give him notes and then, you know, and then we started meeting like uh, twice a week opposed to once a week and then three times a week and then this thing just grew and grew and grew. And um, we ended up getting to a good place, but we it still needed some work, so we hired a man named David Henry Martin to help us rewrite it and he did that and then we got it back and we switched it around some more and then that's what we ended up filming. And then, like Scott mentioned he met Manu and um Manu could see like me he really saw the value in the story and this idea of of what fifth passenger is and he just kind of latched onto it like us with like lock jaws you know and so <laughs> um and he really helped like he's been such I don't want to say cheerleader because it sounds cheesy but he's really been you know pushing this 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 whole project from the beginning and been so supportive and he's the one that um, really, you know, helped us get that spark to bring it forward, and it's
0: been well, really and, great. And Scott said that Manu should be joining us at some point, so I'm having my fingers crossed that he that he's able to give us a call in, um, because uh, he's uh, he's been on a kind of almost like our sister show um, uh, a bunch Which of times. Is- the it was called the Delta Quadrant. Um, oh
3: yeah, I've heard of you guys. I think we follow you on Twitter, don't we? I've seen you guys. I know you guys.
0: Uh, well, no, we're not the Delta Quadrant. I wish we were. <laughs> uh, no, 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 they're
3: They
1: don't um, um,
0: do it anymore. It. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: no, so 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 we have our show, and then we uh, we basically got our fans to bug them um to let us ah. on their show and then they oh, came on our show marvelous. and then we came on their show and so we've been we've been sort of cross-pollinating um for a while. Now they have a new show that's based on deep space 9 and so oh, we are okay. going to actually be on their show again um in uh in like November but we've we've sort of been throwing I, occasionally I cuz I I'm a giant podcast listener um which is why mm-hmm. I decided to do this. Um Brilliant. and <laughs> and occasionally it's weird because I listen to a, a bunch I have kids and I drive around all day and, uh, and I listen to podcasts a lot and it's weird. Occasionally, I'll listen to their show and they just throw personal barbs at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not used to listening to podcasts that suddenly are actually talking to me.
3: And it's that's very funny get used to it get used to it it's gonna um, keep happening it's so funny i hope that they oh. understood
1: i hope when they refer to you they talk about how wrong you are because you're you know, so I can't. Well,
0: they, the or time. they just refer to us because they're they're a very pg uh, yeah podcast. they are yeah um, <laughs> and, and, and let's just say we started go well, with the words it's not stuffing a turkey and we'll just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> um Um. and so and so occasionally when they see something kind of blue they'll go oh,
3: that, that's an, a,
0: that, that's a trek off comment and I was just like,
3: come on guys oh that's, on, really guys. Oh, that's funny out. hey but that's that's like your branding now they're like wow it's it's edgy. Track we off, are the dirty You know, Star you know what I'm yeah, saying? We're yeah, we're the dirty ones. Very, very true. Ooh, trendy. I like it. <laughs> More I like it. it.
1: I'm it's glad really that you like it. I'm hoping that this isn't going to be like that random hookup at a party or nightclub and then you're going to like feel dirty afterward and be like, I can't believe this. <laughs> no, no, campus. I feel
2: great. Awesome! No, I feel
1: fantastic. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, you- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this woman. Seriously. <laughs> we need to see you in person and hang out because I love yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, you know, your your story is really familiar to us. Um, I don't. Uh, I know Scott had met um, our our good buddy Daniel Ross, who in the Trekoff movie we uh, we wax his back. We do. Uh, it's a long
1: while. We like grill him about Star Trek. Like how shitty um, are we? Like we're like so we're gonna do this. you're doing so, this terrible you, you thing and you're gonna let us film it and then we're gonna like ask you while it's happening about Star Trek.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so have you have you, met, <laughs> have you met Daniel Ross, our our good mohawked voice actor friend Daniel Ross?
3: No, I don't
0: think I have. So he's have he's who Scott Met, who who hooked us all up to talk. Ah, um,
3: uh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Um, and so and so we uh, we have we have shot a documentary that I am in the process of editing right now. Um, about oh, doing congratulations. Our show. Uh, thank you. Wow, um, that's um, awesome. And, uh, and one of the bits that we did is that we. Uh, Daniel, before he had a role that he was going to take, he wanted to wax his back because he had a love scene, and he wanted to have a nice clean and back. He wanted to be guy, th- This guy, truly I get it. Looks, he looks like he's wearing a sweater. Um, and Just so I'll
1: and, let you be mean to Ross because you guys are pals. Yeah. And like-
0: and in the process of waxing his back, as he's screaming, we sit down and grill him about his opinions about Star Trek. Um, Bro. That's how, that's how we it's, roll. <laughs> it's pretty mean. It's Unbelievable. Pretty-
3: and then you filmed it.
0: Yes.
1: Wait, wait, wait. To- Listen, you're like writing stuff and filming stuff. You know you just film everything, right? Like don't yeah. you too? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um your, your story, Morgan, is, is uh is familiar and also kind of inspiring uh uh to us. Um It's super uh,
1: inspiring. Like I gotta tell you, ah. like I I'm thank you for sharing that. Like and like I know it's so much harder, especially I feel like in some respects and like, you know, being a woman. Uh, in mm-hmm. in the sci-fi genre like you're right like there are some really great roles and cool things that like Every once in a while us chicks get to do um, But like by and large it's sort of male-dominated and so I think it's it's so awesome That like you're up in that shit, and you're just like not fucking around like I love uh, it.
3: Thank you uh, Thanks Well, if you guys have any questions or need help, let me know like I'll share what I learned Oh, um, You are so kind. You know? what We gotta do <laughs>
0: Right?
1: right? We got to look out for each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so um, so
0: so what is what is next for Morgan? What's your what's what's your uh what what's what's next on the docket for you? What are you working on?
3: Um well, I started a new script actually and I'm doing some rewrites on it and I'm really excited about it. Um it's sci-fi as well, but it's set on earth. It's not in space. <laughs> and um it's about surveillance. So um I'm still in the process where I'm getting some notes and then I plan on figuring stuff out with it. And yeah, that's what I've been doing.
0: So as uh, someone I really admire once said, uh, uh if you, f- if you find something you'd love, find a way to do it and find a way to monetize it. Um, yeah, s-
3: that's so how, that, that's, that's the goal, right?
0: So, so what is, what is, uh, for this thing you're working at and for the fifth passenger, what is, what, what is the hope? Like if, like if everything went the way you would, you would want it to go, um, clearly, as a as a low budget movie, you know, it's it's not going to be released in in thirty five hundred theaters. You know that's that's probably, probably not. Not, that's probably not going to happen. Um, and uh, for for my first three films, I've I've gone through the, the 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 gamut from from getting on Netflix and getting tons of attention to having things language <laughs> for a year to mm-hmm. like things see, as as we know as as, as we know things are um, not always fun. So uh so yeah. so what what is your hope and 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 how what what is your plan to sort of navigate that process?
3: Um well uh our first goal is to finish it and make it as good as we possibly can and make it just amazing and beautiful and then to sell it and get it the best just distribution we can and you know I'm I haven't done it like you have but I'm familiar with the platforms and I certainly have a lot of questions, but I think I think when opportunities present themselves I hope that it'll be clear which is the best best path to take. And then my goal is that it's successful enough to be able to make this new one and then just keep doing it all over again. Like little sustainability, like a little ecosystem, you know? Little film Thanks. ecosystem. You're growing so, your own
1: sci fi ecosystem. I like it.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's 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 a story that that I that I've told a lot in in interviews of of why I decided to do this and everything that that went into the ninjas films that we made and the, the Trekhoff movie and the Trekhoff podcast is that mm-hmm. uh, I I was an actor in the Washington D C area and not getting the roles that I wanted to get um along yeah. with my along with my good friend Daniel Ross and we went to go see of all things the movie Clerks two are you a Kevin Smith fan at all
3: Yeah yeah I do yeah. I mean I appreciate him and he definitely yeah. inspired me like so.
0: So Clerks 2 ends with a scene where the two clerks, who are completely unsatisfied with their lives, are stuck in a jail, and they're talking to one another, and one of them says to the other, uh, if you could do anything, what would you do? And the other one blurts out, I'd buy the Quick Stop and run it ourselves. And that hit me like a punch in the gut. And I walked out of the movie theater, and I looked at Daniel, who is also an actor, and we looked at each other, and we said, we're going to buy the Quick Stop.
3: Yeah. You're like, I'm going to buy it. It's right there. (laughs) <laughs>
0: and 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 at that point, we decided we were going to stop waiting for people to cast us, and we were going to and be cast ourselves and be content generators instead of, yeah. instead of a slave to the process and it sounds like that's what you've done. so when I say that it's inspiring to hear someone else who's done it and done it so fucking well from what I've seen from the trailer yeah it's, awesome. it's that is that's exciting
3: yeah yeah well I didn't awesome. you sounds like you're doing it too, so you totally understand, and I feel like it just feels better like I feel like. I have something great to offer. Like, this is a really cool story. I really believe in the story and I think it will, you know, people will really enjoy it and I can bring this into the world and give it to people. Um, And just feels a lot better than, you know, going to tons of auditions and I mean, which I love doing, mind you, but this feels more proactive. And so it feels better.
1: Yeah. It's more empowering. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of hoping and going to audition after audition and like, you know, just kind of plugging away at it. Like I know a lot of times, like, you know, they say, you know, like your job is to audition. Right. And then sometimes yeah. they'll let you be in a movie or whatever. And it's like, I think it's so much more interesting. Like, I, I envy both of you like a lot. Cause like, I can't write, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a writer. Like I have really great ideas, but like I can't write dialogue. Like if I try to write okay. dialogue, the, it's just it's just bad juju. It's no good. I can read I can rewrite other people's dialogue, which is really not a very marketable skill. But um so like just I have to like marvel at the both of you like how awesome it is that you like have this cool idea and then you like write it out and like make it like birth it into the world and it's so awesome. I love
3: it. Thank you. But I I, I feel like it, it sounds like you just need to find a good writing partner or something. It just needs, you just need to figure that out. But you, it sounds like you, because you have the ideas and you're going to rewrites. So you just need <laughs> to get a rew- Yeah, I
1: mean, basically, you know I mean? have weird dreams is what I have. Like, really <laughs> fucking weird dreams on the regular. And then my husband's always like, you should write this down. I'm like, and do what? Like I, I have like like a half of an idea that's like kind of cool, but like I wouldn't even know what to do with it next. But maybe I will find magical writing partner someday. But I until then I will be envious of, of the talent of both of you and just like drool over it and be happy to watch and consume your energy, you know, from afar
0: now now Mar- Morgan I want to make sure that uh that that we're, we're gonna keep going for for probably another 20 minutes or so but I I, I don't want to dominate your time so I want you to stick around but if you need to bail I want to offer you the opportunity to politely say if you'd like to bail you can if not keep talking but I want to make sure that well, you that we are that that we are not holding on too hard <laughs> yeah that we let
1: you go like we're giving you permission to let like, <laughs>
3: flee from us in terror
1: but also well, permission I, I to stay <laughs>
3: Oh, I, I love you both. I actually do have to go, but please have me back because you're hilarious and this has been really enjoyable. Um, well, and, and, <laughs> I definitely want to so have appreciate. you back.
1: I'm sad to see you go, um, but uh, I understand that you know you have like a life or whatever. Yeah,
0: fine. Um, no, no. I it's, don't fine, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's totally. It's totally whatever. It's cool. Well, this is like my entire dating life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I'm it was kidding. really been, nice
3: I've, meeting you. I've been married for like 19
0: years. <laughs> Um, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, please, please do come back. Um, and we want to sort of what we like to do when we have independent filmmakers on is we like to have them back as the process goes on. So as you finish post production, as you get into distribution, as you just get the word out and and, and keep our fans apprised because they'd be really interested to in hear what you have to say. Come on back, yeah. And listen, uh, I I hope that Mano makes it in the next uh, 23 minutes while we're on. Uh, but you know, please tell tell all all your friends to come join us on Truckhouse. Tell them how fun we are and on the they should come on.
3: I will. And that we don't fight, you know Your filthy minds. <laughs> yeah, not too hard. Just just the right amount. Just
1: the right amount, exactly. Just 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 a little bit. <laughs> it's a nip. It's just a little nip.
0: That's, that's right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, Morgan, thank you very, very much for joining us. Thank you, uh, you so much, Morgan. Uh, it's
1: been incredible.
0: Fifthpassenger.com. That's five thpassengercom Check it out. Um listen, man, they got they got the film shot. Uh, it's the closest you're going to get to seeing some of these Star Trek actors being together. I mean, it's, it's Quark and Tuvok and, and Icheb and Troy all together and Molly all together in like one thing and you can Yeah! See it. And all you need to do is go and help them out. I'm sure they have a bunch of really great uh, perks and rewards you can get for helping them out. So, thank you Morgan. Thank you, Scott, for being on.
3: Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Talk soon. Bye, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: I wanted to give her the chance to bail because I was like, "Boy, we are just kind of talking to her like we're friends." Um, yeah,
1: I know, I, right? Like, I can't help myself. She's but really. Fans,
0: cool. you guys are friends, and they are friends. They're friends now. So, uh, let them know if you're listening right now and you're enjoying them. Let them know that you enjoyed hearing them talk and support what they have uh, going on. We're hoping that Mano is being able to join us, um, and we're gonna keep talking to you guys for just a few more minutes. Uh, you know, before, we'll just
1: jabba 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 like we jabba. do, like, like we, we do. do
0: um, um we, we hope i, want, I, I just kind of want to gush about
1: morgan i'm gonna try not to but that's what i kind of want to do right
0: now <laughs> she's or kind to of, about morgan
1: she's just kind of amazing no, like you can't you don't understand girl crushes like like you know i don't do you have man crushes does that happen for you
0: i do i have um it's weird the people i've crush. i'm certainly I, I i'm certain that that I would go. No, I don't. I'm too manly. And then my wife would open my podcast app and see my seven Kevin Smith podcasts. Okay, the um, <laughs> so YouTube. You know, like like I I not only have a man crush on the dude, like I like listen to him, <laughs> right? Listen to him talk as I fall asleep, which is really <laughs> that's not uh,
2: creepy at all. But that's just because I
0: like, you always fall asleep listening to the radio. But it's like the fact that it's one guy influencing the way I talk and the way I think is weird. Anyway, go on.
1: No, I'm just, that's what I'm saying though. Like, you know, it's so just like, she's fucking living the dream as I see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's making that shit happen and it's awesome. And I love it. And, and I love that she's tall. I love all that, all that. Um. So I'm like really jazzed now to, to like, I, I'm like having talked to, to her and Scott, like I, I really want to see the fucking movie now. <laughs> like, I'm like, y'all, come on now. Can I just see it without the effects? I'll put them in, in my brain.
0: You know <laughs> I what, I, what, wait. what I, what I think is really interesting about it is like, 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 what a like she doesn't know how lucky she is in terms of being on that set. Maybe that's good for her. Like maybe that's like like if we were on the set, like we're just like
1: hi, Quark. I I know, right? Like I would be such a complete. Like I I've I've often like I don't. I, okay, see I can't even talk right now. I feel like I want to think that I wouldn't be like as ridiculous as when I met the chef, Right? That I wouldn't just like. <laughs> right that like i could actually carry on a fucking conversation like a human being um you know like a fellow actor who's just you know not as as good as they are uh which is how i would feel right i would feel like i'm not worthy um but i you know i don't know i yeah, yeah we it's like i of us might I, just I be imagine ridiculous they're used key. to it
0: though right I gotta huh? imagine this is, I gotta imagine they're used to it. Like I got it. like I I've read articles um when women talk about like doing nudity on on, on sets and I've read more than one uh say that they've they, they like they'll get on set, they'll drop the robe, and they'll just stand there and go, Okay, everybody gawk, everyone get a good look. You know, don't avert your eyes, just take a look. This is me naked. Here we go, just look, okay, are we good? Okay, let's go.
1: Let's do the thing.
0: Um <laughs> And I got to imagine there's a when, when you are working on a fan film and you are, you know, it's so weird. And that's what I really hope we get one of these guys on because I, I want to talk, I, I really want to talk with one of the Star Trek actors about the, the strange level of fame that they have.
1: Right. In that
0: when you're William Shatner or you're Patrick Stewart, you're world famous and you're, you're big superstars. But when you're, uh, when you're Marina Sirtis, um, mm-hmm. um, and older Miss Marina Saritas, who's still gorgeous, but she doesn't look like nineteen eighty seven Marina Saritas. She does like she can walk around like a regular person, except if she meets a Star Trek fan, right? And, and then Geass they go fucking nuts. Together. So like it's a weird level of it's a weird level of fame. Um, yeah, I, I can see I, that. Where I,
1: like there are places you could kind of go incognito. Uh, and just like be a person and then and the like, only people other we're venues sitting, where you you are Star
0: Trek fans but it's not like you and I and that's not to say that like I, I feel weird going and she's older now but what I mean by that is that like when she was on TV um and she was on and you would just sort of catch her you'd go oh you're that lady from TV I know you're that lady from TV right that, like uh, what it was
1: yeah when it was on the air right yeah, and, like and, people and, who maybe weren't Star Trek fans would still possibly would still probably have been recognizing her even if they didn't watch next gen yeah they're flipping channels or whatever yeah and and they know and
0: and she's just sort of in the zeitgeist and i and it's just it's a weird thing and i've and i've wondered this um and i'm you know i've met enough of these guys when we've done our cons and we've performed and stuff that 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 i the question i wish i had asked is like what is it like to like be able to be a giant celebrity here like like when like when we saw brent spiner you know he gives the brent spiner talk and everybody comes to see the Brent Spiner talk. And then when he's done, he can just go be. He can just go, like, be a guy for the most part. Especially because Data looks so different than Brett Spiner. Right. Um, you know,
1: there's was a lot of makeup. You know, it was one of the things, like, like in and for Armin Shimmerman as well, like, great. Right, it's it's like, he has, like, as Quark anyway, right? Like, he obviously, he's had a number of roles where he's not, you he's know...
0: Principal in, fucking Snyder!
1: Right. But I'm saying, like, a lot of the Star Trek fans, even, you know what I mean? Like that he's under a lot of makeup. Like, I think that's why I'm so um, impressed with him to some extent, you know what I mean? Cause I, I feel like it's like this extra layer uh, that he has to kind of act through, if you will,
0: without. And teeth. And teeth. and teeth. Yeah. It- and the
1: fucking teeth. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's kind of a lot and he has to, but I have to believe him, And I fucking do. You know what I mean?
0: Like I do, and that's incredible. So do you, do, I mean, do do you think that like day one would be nerd crush when you're just there, like like, and you're doing your best, like you're like like it, like I I gotta imagine, I I gotta imagine it's gotta be like like what it would be like like as a groupie having yeah like like <laughs> sleeping with the lead singer of a metal band, like, <laughs> you know you know like like you're just there going, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm here. I gotta imagine that's it because I've never understood groupies, like the concept of groupies. Never understood, like yeah, like, no, that, not for that, that,
1: rock stars and that sort of thing. I've never understood it, but for this, I could, I could get it. Yeah, I see your analogy and I feel like it's pretty accurate because I would definitely be that way. I think, like, and then yeah, and maybe on day two,
0: like, you you have actor crush because you know, the, face it, none of us have the experience that these guys have. I mean, no way. we're on decades of television. Yeah. And so, and so, and, that, and
1: how awesome is that he's generous with that information too? Like, that's so cool. Like, cause you I mean, you don't have to be like, and it wouldn't make you an asshole if you weren't. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you could like, just be
0: very private. You know, you know, it's, it's very, you're very polite. Yeah, and private. You know
1: what I mean? Like, I, but to be that generous with your time, like, that's huge. Like, and well, to I, tell,
0: I, I gotta imagine on day two, you'd have the actor crush. You know, they like, like <laughs> you've gotten over the, the nerd crush, but then you're watching, you know, that. that that, like that level of craft, like people who just can come in and like, they can be having a shitty day and not be doing a very good job for them. And they're better than me. And that's like, like, like they're phoning it in and they're phoning it in is me on my best day. Right.
1: (laughs) I do think like, I think what would happen for me is like, it's an amalgam, right? Like, I don't think it's a separate geek and actor crush. Like I have such an actor crush on the lot of them, you know what I mean? That like, that's like melded with that with the geekdom that I would I would want to like call them by their you know Star Trek names, um, which I'm sure they would fucking love. Um, but like, I try
0: Quark Tuvok Quark,
1: Tuvok. Like I, you know what I mean? Like that is what I would want to do, and I would like have to be like, okay, you need to be cool. Like don't don't do that. <laughs> like, feel be like, be cool now. Be cool. <laughs> but um, but like, definitely, I I like that's what I imagine. Like, like you you heard Morgan talking about it. Like, not even just like from a geek standpoint, but like getting to work with these like professionals. And like, and you know what it's like. Like, I mean, I've worked with the gamut of you know levels. You know, and when you've got someone though, like when you're like across from someone doing a scene or whatever or a moment even with someone who's just, like, so good, like, it it really is, it feels amazing. Like, if you're not an actor, like, maybe you don't, won't get what I mean, but, like, it's its incredible. Like, you get to, it's like the best, like, it's playing pretend, right? But it's, like, playing pretend with that friend that's, like, super good at it. You know what I mean? Where, like, you get to be that much more immersed in whatever the pretend thing is. As opposed oh, so. to, like, they're coming to get us, you know?
0: I would I would like to think that by the third day like what I would need to do is I would need to kidnap no, I would need (laughs) to take them out. No, I I would need what I would really need to do is I would need to like go to the go to a party with those guys. Like what it's in order to function like, yeah. On a long term set, I would need to like be, and I think what's great is that I I see some of these like the new Star Trek guy or Star Wars guys who are out there and as they're as they're shooting it, um, they did all this press to start with, and they did all these comic cons and stuff, and they got to know Mark Hamill, and I I I got like I, I feel for um John Boyega who's who's playing Finn in the new Star Wars movie like. Like he's the star he's the like he's the guy with the with the new lightsaber you know like like I what is it like to be there with Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and you're they're not the stars they're the side characters you're the star of a Star Wars movie with them you're the bigger star than the Star Wars people and you've got to carry it now and what's that like I, the amount of pressure that you've got to feel and I I'm um, oh, yeah. when Morgan's saying she's not a fan I'm going maybe that makes it easier. Like maybe that just yeah,
1: like because like, then it's yeah maybe you don't have the same level of like it's not so precious. I,
0: it's not so precious. You can go, you can go. You know what? I don't like that line. You can say I've got an idea. You can say this is a job. Yeah, I'm going to do my job really well. But I mean, but that then that being said, you know there are people who are very precious about it and who do who are giant sci fi nerds. I love that um, uh, the the voice actress who plays Hera on uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, she is a giant Star Wars fan and she lets her geek flag fly all the time. Uh-huh. And she's like she's essentially like, I get to be part of fucking Star Wars. You know, and it's like, and- <laughs> That would be me,
1: right? Like if if I get to be in just like a Star Trek thing, you know, like in any kind of minor like way, that would be I would be like, I get to be in Star Trek Like every day. Like if I had a Twitter, that would be what I would tweet.
0: Like, well, I mean, okay, so I guess I guess that is that is somewhere where I can sort of associate and go, okay, well there was like the first day going like I, I can tell you the first day, and I remember the first day stepping out as a Romulan. Um I there was a little bit of holy shit, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then when the first like right? fan comes up to you and says you know the they're not the assholes like you're not real but like the people who who are coming up to you with the big eyes and they're wearing the star wars star trek shirts and they're like i traveled here from north carolina north- actually they would have gone to Carowinds, so they're in north carolina i've traveled here from the midwest because i'm meeting all of the, the star trek people at all the part like there are people who, like traveled around and that's what they did and like like, oh, wow. like i love that like this is like like and we'd get recurring fans and 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 the first day i went out there was this sense of I don't deserve to be doing this. I worked hard, I did the work, I, I trained, I did the costume, I'm in the makeup, but I don't deserve and I, you know, look, I was a fucking walk around character at a theme park. It's not it's not like I was, you know, winning Oscars, Right. <laughs> you know. But there was still this sense of I c- can I can this is this right? Like like
1: Yeah, like do I really get to do this? Is this is this this is okay?
0: But I would say <laughs> by day three, you're just like, fuck, it's hot. Yes, I'm real. Yes, I'm real. No, I'm not wearing makeup. Fuck you. No. Wow. I'm not really, wearing makeup. Quickly.
1: Three days?
0: It's, yeah, it's, You know, it takes three days. Of people going, you're not real. You're wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah,
1: that would be really tough to like. I know I'm trying to think. There was like a very short period of time in my life when I did um like uh, children's parties. And really? um yeah, I have uh, no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <That's amazing. laughs> um, I used to, um, I can't remember how to do the balloon animals now, but I used to know how to do them. Uh, And one of my first assignments was like the worst possible one because they sent me in as Jasmine. Let me repeat that. They sent me in as Jasmine.
0: Now I love you. Let me be clear (laughs) I'm a big fan of you.
1: No, I know. Like it's, it's not like they sent me in a Cinderella, Jasmine, J-
0: Jasmine, Jasmine or even
1: Snow White. Like with, I Jasmine mean, at least is, the, is, I have is, the white skin. J- it's Jasmine fly, is
0: petite. A is petite and um, Middle Eastern,
1: right? Like she couldn't be less like me if she tried. Right. So like I was like, unless she was like Aladdin. <laughs> Right, oh my God. like, yeah, the only way it would be a fr- it would be more of a stretch for me is if it was Aladdin instead of Jasmine, like I adding can show gender you the change. world <laughs> <laughs> but like I and, and most of the kids were actually cool about it, but like there were deaf, like, you have to be a really dumb child. Do you know what I mean? to not like get that I'm clearly um a big, gigantic white chick dressed up as a tiny middle eastern woman like it just you know like it's glaring um so yeah that sort of like because there was a couple of kids that were kind of mean about it you know like you had the ones that like they they knew it was just for the party and they just kind of had fun you know what i mean which i feel like is most people at like a theme park they fucking know
0: yeah let me let me let me do you let me do you one better here i also did um parties um and a and a, a bunch of, of sort of live event acting in uh, this area and the last one of the last ones I did um, was as Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I bought the costume. I oh, I could
1: co- see that though. That's yeah. not that stretched for That's you. A, I learned
0: how to do it, so I could talk like this all the time. It was not that hard. No. Um. So so I I walked around doing that and I'm kind of gangly and I was you know I, I did it and the last one I did was at a bar mitzvah. And let me tell you when you're being hired by this company, I was getting paid. Let's just say a, a, a lot of the hourly rate for this was nuts for me as an actor. And I knew they were making twice that, but that, that, they were paying my rate, and then they like twice my rate. So if I got paid seventy five bucks an hour, it would be one hundred and fifty dollars an hour that these people were paying for me to be there for five hours. And they had like seven or eight characters walking around, and it's wow. in a giant hotel. So this is not a bar mitzvah like my cousins had bar mitzvahs. This is right. not a bar mitzvah. This is <laughs> the bar mitzvahs I got hired for were the kinds that were in mansions. So now I want you to imagine, um, a bunch of teenage boys overprivileged teenage eh, boys. Right. Um, and Napoleon Dynamite walking around. The nerd, Napoleon Dynamite.
2: Uh, the uh, level of abuse, dear.
0: the level of abuse that I took on my last day. Oh. Uh, where I was walking around. Was that why it was Stop your last
1: it. day? Yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> okay. Stop it, guys. That's not cool. No. You're just like walking around. I'm going to kill you with my liger. You know, the, you know, and I'm trying to stay in character because he's a loser who gets picked on. But yeah. They, just, they were merciless. And eventually there was one that just kept hitting me. And he hit me and he hit me and he hit me. And, hit me and then I got in his face. And I was like, I will end you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and I. Please
1: tell me you really did that.
0: I really did that. <laughs> and I was done and 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 I was done doing it the last yeah. thing I was offered because I do I don't look like Tom Hanks but I look like the characters that Tom Hanks plays if that makes sense
1: Sure so, I can see what you mean by so that
0: I may not look like Tom Hanks but I look like Woody from Toy Story for instance Right um <laughs> um So uh, they had at one of the huge, very, very uh, rich malls here in the D.C. area, um, they Mm -hmm. had a whole Polar Express one year for Christmas. Oh, wow. And I was offered a full time job at that mall at, let's say, greater than $50 an hour at 10 hours a day. Wow. Um, uh, As an actor to do that. Um, And I turned it down. And that was the last. That's when I knew I would never do like event acting again, because for me, I was just scared. And the thing is, these event actors, and I know a bunch of them, they're incredibly talented. They're oh people yeah. People who can do stilts and people who can do like 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 living statues and people who can emulate the characters and they're just they're insanely good at what they do. But I kept like running into people, and and like you have to undergo a certain amount of of ego bashing, because people who don't understand that and how hard it is, and what cool work it can be, will always go and, and go, wow, so that's what you're doing now? Like, you're not like doing real acting? And I got oh, that wow. from so many people, and I just, there was a part of me was like, I didn't want to go to the mall and run into someone I knew. Oh, I, wow. Because I was like, I didn't want to face that. I didn't want to go, like, everyone go, oh, that's what you're doing now? And it just, like, in retrospect, one of have been amazing money. Um, but two, I feel kind of bad. Like like I, there was a level of self disrespect and disrespect for the art that those people do that I was showing even internally having those thoughts. Um, but it's just sort of like if, if you want to just an eye in listeners uh, to what it's like to be like an actor, it's like that a lot of the time. Yeah, because because even if you're Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger, if you do a commercial, people are like, that's what you're doing, right? Like, yeah, like people like people-
1: that shit. Like, it makes me nuts, like because they'll be in a commercial or something and people will be like, wow, they're, they're doing commercials now. It's like, fuck you. Like, they need to like, you know, they only get paid when they work, right? So the fact that that they've done however many movies or they're on whatever TV show, like, um, you know, they've got bills uh, and and stuff, just like everybody else. And there's no shame in doing a fucking commercial. Well, like, I think
0: it comes down to the the, the old almost Elizabethan idea that it's, like, kind of cool, it's kind of okay to disrespect what actors do because it's not real.
1: Right, because it's not real work, right? Because anyone
0: can do it. Right?
1: I and, love and- that. I love it when fucking people say that. It makes me insane. Like I'm like you have no fucking idea. And you know what I say? Those people should <laughs> those,
0: those those people should go see people who aren't that good at acting and you can find plenty of shows where the actors are not very good. And if you mm-hmm. watch those shows, you'll see those actors look like they're working really hard. Mhm. The, the 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 actors who are making you feel like it's easy are because they're really good. Yep. They're making you feel like it's it's effortless because you're not supposed to think of them as working. You're yep. supposed to think of you're them You're supposed as to
1: work. believe they are whoever they're supposed to be.
0: Yeah. And right? So- like,
1: it's all a fucking illusion. <laughs> like, come on. And that shit takes work. Like, I just... Yeah, it blows my mind when people say shit like that. I'm like, have you ever been on a movie set? You know? Like, have you ever watched someone have to, you know, act a scene and be, like, realistic, be people... Um, while they're one person is like crouched behind the other person in this weird position or or having somebody hold them up um because they're uh they're they're too they have, they're too tall uh, for the shot things of that nature like and it's like, and now go. it's like have you ever because you you must not you've you've never been on a movie set if you can say some shit like that. like if yeah. you can and say it's not hard work, you've just never been on one like so i mean only- i'm gonna
0: I'm gonna bring it back as we as we wrap up um to to morgan uh and to scott um for being content generators uh within sci-fi i mean that's what we're doing that's what this fucking podcast is listeners that's that's why we're doing it for you we're doing it for you we don't get paid for this we no, don't like we like do not. you don't pay for this and and we don't generally do ads except for our own stuff um and the reason we do it is because we love the idea that you're we listening we love
1: to. it yeah um
0: and 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 Morgan,
1: I I can't, I can't.
0: Sometimes we sound like transformers. Uh, uh, I know. Sorry. Oh, you're back. Okay, good. Sorry. Go on.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was clear that they have passion for it. You know that they're that they're like, I have this really cool story to tell, and like, I'm going to try to tell it the best that I can, and put it out in the world. Like, that's and just not, so. It's really not awesome. enough
0: to have the idea. It's not enough to just go at the, Like, like to go and bring it to fruition um that's why we we work so hard on this that's why i know it seems like i keep saying i know it seems i like, trek out the motion picture i will tell you i've gotten more done in the last month the movie was 14 hours long i'm happy to say the movie is now under seven yeah um, that's a so huge ha-
2: accomplishment
1: half of what we cut
0: is gone um and maybe half of what we cut the stuff that's gone you guys will probably never see um yeah. and it's good stuff and it's good stuff-, stuff i know um good stuff is coming and and so please stay tuned there um but uh, be patient to,
1: please we know those we know who are is- out
0: there who are content generators man thank you and this is yeah. a long fucking podcast you listen to the end just thank you for that um, <laughs> you of, you made it all the way to the end let us know okay go ahead and drop us a line
1: <laughs> hey, hey, man. He you have to hear us shoot the shit about all this stuff. We, we, this we told
0: long. you. You told us to tell you if we made it to the end of your long fucking non Star Trek podcast. Um, but hey, man, sometimes we get unst- what do you mean non Star Trek? Shut your
1: in mouth. The,
0: in that we didn't talk about Star Trek that much, um, but we talked about awesome stuff, up, or like surrounding in the vicinity of Star Trek. It's like the moon. It's like the blood moon that circles. Um, and <laughs> One moon comes-
1: circles. What I it, what was, is that I, was? The pain! I don't understand. By the way, see, you know what though? I am going to insert this because we, because we were talking about Marina Certis. uh, like as I've been rewatching next gen in it's beautiful, uh, updated glory. Like every time she's useful, I say it now, like she's more useful than we give her credit for. Seriously.
0: No, okay. I, you know, it's, you know, I, I want to say this about most of what we shit on, including Voyager. Um, we go, Oh, Voyager is horseshit. It's up, blah blah. It's Star Trek, man. Like, I know. Uh, yeah.
1: Like we, 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 we really shit on some stuff sometimes because like we have really glorious stuff. So like there's stuff that's not as good that we can then say,
0: well, this wasn't as good. Um, let me, let me put it this way. But- I don't like trolley gummy bears, the trolley gummy bears. I'll go, Oh, they suck. I hate trolley gummy bears. The truth is I love gummy bears. And if they're only trolley gummy bears and people are like you want some trolley gummy bears, I go fuck, I'll have some trolley gummy bears. Yeah. I, I'll eat not, that least it's not Haribo gold bears, but I'll take it. So, <laughs> so 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 with with that in mind, whenever we're we're making light and we go oh, blah 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 about any of this shit, man, the point is is that is, is is that we like it and if we didn't do that, there wouldn't be a show, man. Like 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 Yeah, I mean,
1: we're just shooting the shit about some stuff, but I'm just saying like I I was I like i don't know what it was i feel like one of the times we did like a like a i don't know a tournament or what have you about like who is the the most useless
0: character. least least useful i feel bad now
1: yeah you should because seriously when i when i'm when i'm watching it now like i'm really like i feel like the problem is in in like the the writing in some respects like like one episode in particular i think where i was like thanks for stating the obvious but i was like well why didn't she just say that, though, because it's not like none of us knew that. Like, she did give us information that wasn't obvious. But, like, she, instead of just saying, well, he's arrogant. And he's, it's the one with the Traveler, right? Where we first meet the Traveler and, like, yeah, the yeah. guy comes from Starfleet and he's just, like, arrogant and full of himself and all that. Like, he's a total fucking prick. But, like, that's readily apparent to you when the dude shows up, right? But, like, it's such a simple fix. Like, if she had just said, he's exactly as he appears to be arrogant full of you know what i mean and then went on to her description and then went on to the other stuff but they're hiding something and this traveler guy is weird and i'm not getting. and you know
0: what none of which is to impugn uh uh, marina sirtis because she gave me as funny as star trek four is she gave me the funniest moment i think in all of star trek um which uh which is the first time i saw when she's drunk in star trek first contact and she says this is no time to argue about time we don't have the time <laughs> it's just it's just an amazing bit of comedy um so i no, she's I, wonderful
1: i fucking no, love
0: awesome. her and, but um, meanwhile, and now how-
1: thanks to morgan's story like uh, 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 telling us about her like i in my brain whether this is true or not i've decided that marina certis is just like um crass and inappropriate all the time and i love it
0: Hey, everybody, let her know that we want to talk to her, man. Let's get her on the show. Yeah, that
1: would be so cool. Don't
0: bug her, but maybe bug her a little (laughs) bit. But maybe bug her a little bit. Don't bug her, but maybe maybe nicely. (laughs) Okay, my name is Justin.
1: (laughs) My name is Alexia. Trick off. Trick off, bitches.
0: You just finished the episode and you're like, "Hey, that was fun. I'd like more Trek Off to put in my ear hole to put into my brain part." Well, that's really easy. All you got to do is go to TrekOffPodcast.com. There's over a hundred hours of Trek Off. It's free. Just go there, TrekOffPodcast.com, or search iTunes or whatever pod feed you use, or TrekOffPodcast.com. That's really easy. You can also like us on Facebook, where you'll hear information about everything that we do. Like us there, especially hearing about TrekOffMovie.com. That's our movie. We're making a movie based on this. The trailer's there, links are there, trek TrekoffPodcast.com. Thank you for listening and trek off.